What up, nerds? This is For the Love of the Pod, a podcast about sports, crime, sex, controversy, but mostly sports. Uh, I am your soy boy, Thomas May, and with me today is Aaron Mason, Brian Owen, Nathaniel Erickson, and very special guest, Casey Torres. Hello. Hello. Hey, yo. Uh, what's going on, guys? How you been? Doing good. Doing since good. Sunday, two days ago. Yeah, since it's watching football and, you know. Did you? Did anybody watch the game last night? I mean, yeah, we I'm going to talk it. about it, but I actually didn't watch you it. You know I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. My bad. Not even a chance. Well, uh, it looked real good uh, from the, you know, abbreviated highlights that I watched. It was fun. I mean, from what I watched, uh, like, I mean, I did have it on my phone and all that, but let's be real. I do not think Drew Brees has the arm that he had. I'm bad at the double sports thing where you're watching one thing and you got to watch the other thing. I'm just not, I'm just going to pay attention to one thing. I mean, I paid attention to the Stars game mostly, but, you know, like during commercial breaks or stoppage or anything like that, I would look down. And it seemed like every time I was watching uh, the Saints drive or anything like that, they weren't really passing it downfield. They were, they were missing Michael Thomas for sure. It definitely showed. Woof. Well, um, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, and then really the rest of the NFL week two. Uh, we'll probably talk about some injuries because there was a huge story this week. And then we'll probably wrap up with um, some Stanley Cup shit. Um, on the docket first is Nathaniel Erickson. Nathaniel, what, uh, what games did you have this week? Uh, Jets 49ers, which we're not going to talk about uh, for obvious Jets reasons. <laughs> um, Broncos Steelers, which we're also not going to talk about for obvious Broncos Injury. reasons. <laughs> the lack thereof. We'll talk uh, about those later. <laughs> yeah. The Vikings Colts game, which I'll be honest, I didn't watch too much of, but I did just on Red Zone. And uh, Colts won 28-11. Pretty, uh, pretty shitty game on the Vikings after putting up like 30-plus against Green Bay the week before. Uh, I can't tell if – I couldn't really tell if uh, – Cousins has had a bad game, or if like it was just purely Colts defense like showing up. Colts do have a great defense, but agreed. Uh, I feel like the Colts were making a statement after last week where they struggled and got beat by the worst team in the league. Maybe uh, I do not that. I, I know, will talk about they, that later. How are they not the worst team in the league? We'll talk, it just blows my mind. That's the one game I'm going to be covering. So we'll oh talk, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. The Cousins definitely had a. Had a tough game in three 11, picks. 11 and 26. Yeah. 113 uh, passing, three interceptions, no touchdowns. Three so picks. Three interceptions is good, right? Yeah. You want yeah, to throw it to I mean, the other you team. wanted to probably shoot for something a Keep little better than that, but. Okay. All right. It's very tough to win a game with three picks. Were any of those pick sixes by any chance? Unless you're uh, Jameis Winston. Um, no pick six, but I there was a safety. See. I love safeties. Yeah, there was a safety. No, no, not that kind of safety. Oh. Like like safety Dan or Orlovsky. Oh. <laughs> where you run to the back of your own end zone and <laughs> yeah. don't realize where you're at. <laughs> but all in all, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it necessarily was a a good game offensively. for Like the running backs for the Colts definitely did a good job. I, I oh, Let me see real quick. I didn't see what uh, – Rivers uh, Rivers didn't have a bad game, but still not, like, amazing. He did have a pick, did have a touchdown, 214 yards, 19-25. and 25, But that uh, Jonathan Taylor, the rookie, had a really good game. Uh, 101 yards on 26 carries, touchdown, got a lot of receiving work. 
and uh, I think he's going to be a he's going to be a star. He'll be the new Austin Eckler. And he's on your fantasy team, correct? Yeah, he, he is. Yeah. That's why you have a vested I planned, interest. I planned it that way. Your eyes, I can see it just like twinkle in them. I planned it that way. <laughs> you, okay, you actually snapped the... Marlon Max Achilles. <laughs> next uh, on your docket is probably uh, the most boring game of the week. Falcons it's, Cowboys. It says Falcons slash America's team on the outline, which I do not appreciate. But I'm, I'm that's not. Fine. I don't want to go to. If you miss this game, you honestly missed. Like we all watched it together. No, I'm not talking about us in the room. Listen, oh. I'm saying if anybody's our listening, listeners are Bernie, if you're here, listening, you this game. Casey, you're here. If anyone's listening and you miss this game, you missed uh, a freaking amazing game. Especially if you're a Cowboys fan. Uh, Cowboys won forty thirty nine. Is that one of the best of the year already? I would say I don't, so. I mean, it's I don't week know. two. It's the Let's most, it's, yeah. Pump the brakes. Best of the year best so year. far. Yeah. It's the best of the year for one week until Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> we get an well, AFC championship get, preview. <laughs> we could get a pretty crappy game, but who knows. Uh, yeah, Cowboys win 40-39. to 39. Um, Both quarterbacks had a crazy, awesome game. I wouldn't blame any of this on Matt Ryan. It was... Uh, 100% coaching. I did have a couple of interesting uh, notes from it, though. Just statistic, not uh, maybe kind of statistics wise, but just kind of cool little facts. At uh, two minutes and 30 something seconds with the game left, the Falcons had, can you guess? 99.9. Yeah, 99.9 win probability. Okay, I remember this. And then the Ringer came out with something yesterday. Oh, I saw that too. <laughs> The Falcons are the first team in NFL history to score 39 points, commit zero turnovers, and lose. Yeah, I saw that Shit. too. Before today, teams that did that were 440 yep. and zero. <laughs> no, no. For some perspective there, that's 27 oh. and a half seasons worth of wins. Oh, my God. 27 and a half. 27 full seasons of 16 and 0, and then an 8 and 0 on top of that. Jesus Christ. That doesn't happen, dude. He's got to go. Ever, it's, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care if they go fourteen and two. I don't care. I mean, I mean, no. I, I get the the coaching on the Falcons. So we got to give Dallas some credit. They didn't. No, up. for sure. I mean, they, they fought till no, the yeah. end. And Dak pulled his. Dak we got a little out. lucky too with the onside kick, but but yeah, for sure they. I mean, that's an, the first person out of that their heart out. out of that team, in my opinion. Despite them stopping two fake punts, has to be that special teams coach to not have your special team who's converted several onside kicks. Them to not know you got to get on that ball before the ten yard line if it's just hanging there. Yep, it was hilarious. It was, <laughs> it was uh, so funny. It looked it like everybody in there. Eleven was just guys like, are just like, oh. he's gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. Yeah, it was. I mean, but speaking of Dan Quinn, you also had Adam Gase. I think him, Adam Gase, and Matt Patricia. Those are your three on the hottest seat right now. Yeah, uh, I saw something today, uh, it, and it's not really like. Uh, anyway, the the basically the uh, the Lions haven't won a game since October twenty seventh of last year, and like every literally it in it honestly because every other team every other sports had a season like every other team in all major sports including the WNBA has had a win yeah <laughs> since then, uh, but still <laughs> yeah. like Matt Patricia should absolutely be the first coach that's fired I think Lions now have gone nine twenty four and one. Since he took over, they fired Jim Caldwell for going nine and seven. He just doesn't look very coachy to me. He just looks like this. Uh, I don't know a funny way Pudgy. to describe him, but it's it's very unattractive. <laughs> uh, his whole look. 
He looks the pencil like, thing with the backwards baseball cap. It was a, cute in New England. A it's pencil not cute with a laminated Detroit. sheet. Yeah. It's just not it's not somebody I would run through a wall for. Yeah. You know what I no. mean? It's not like Andy Reed presidential. It, Andy Reid makes it look sexy. He does makes it look <laughs> so, the face mask bringing his own like cheeseburger breath. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. He leans into it, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's it? That's All right. right. That's yeah. awesome. No, it was uh it was a great game. I uh even as a Cowboys hater, I was it was fun. You were cheering you for were the cheering Cowboys for at the yeah. end. I was. Thomas like, told us that since Saquon's out this year, he's going to tran- he's going to transition to a Cowboys fan. No, 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 yeah. tr- no, 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 no. Yeah, do that, not put that shit in. That my sounds like his, an NFC East fan. His jerseys are already blue anyway, so he can just like. Actually, I only just, have white and red ones. It's oh, the only one. Okay. Well, we'll take care of that for you. I had to take that one off because you want a CD Lamb jersey. We can just get other you blue reasons. sharpies, and you can write over the red with the blue. No thanks. It was a hundred and twenty dollars jersey. I'm not going to write anything on it. But I'm probably not going to wear it again for the rest of the season. Yeah, you can wear that Jones. Now we know. And we'll get into why later. Because uh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Brian, you're next, buddy. Well, I had a uh, Lions, Packers, Jags, Titans, Ravens, Texans. Uh, Lions, Packers, nothing to talk about there. Packers look like they Packers might, are kind of scary. Yeah, they look like they're the real deal. Aaron Jones had like the highest um, fantasy football, forty-seven point eight, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, but I mean. They look like the real deal. Aaron Rodgers is the highest-rated quarterback through two weeks so far in a QBR, I believe. Um, they look like the real deal. The Lions look like just a mess. The coaching is a huge problem. I don't think any of the team has bought in. So, Just like we said last week, um, Aaron Rodgers is pissed off. Yeah. He's going to play pissed off. Yeah. But how far does that get Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Um, Maybe a Super Bowl ring. I don't know. We'll see. They they look like in one the, of the AFC top. North. It could go pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> or NFC North. Pardon me. I was about me. to say uh, <laughs> hot take. No there. one. Yeah. No one else has looked good at all. So, I mean, you could even figure six easy wins right there. I don't think the. I don't think the Bears aren't think, that bad. But well, I was going to say I don't think that uh, Sunday's game was indicative of what the Vikings are. Okay. I think they're more closely somewhere in between that and what they did in Green Bay. But their defense is not – their defense is overrated. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. I mean, yeah, they shipped off a lot of talent. Then um, Ravens-Texans, uh, just really wanted to talk about the fact that I really think that Texans team would be good with an honest wide receiver one. It's almost like they shipped it off. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I'm just – every time I watch that offense perform, I'm like, you know they're missing one key piece, and they had it. Like, Ravens looked like the real deal yesterday. Like, they were doing great. Defense was good. Running game was great. Patrick Pass, yeah. Passing game is awesome. I'll admit, um, I don't think that I, – I really thought David Johnson was just going to be, like, David Johnson the last year and a half. He has looked good since he's been there, but I, it's definitely not a trade-off of yeah, DeAndre. It's, like, the, uh, it's, the arguably the second-best wide receiver in the game. And he, it was David Johnson, so it was hella sus. Like how yeah. he, Well, yeah, not I mean, only that, but you're trading, off, you're trading off home run talent for... Triple talent. Like, the yeah. best <laughs> wide receiver in the league. Ground rule double maybe, talent. other than Michael yeah. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Sure. What, what was the game there? Like, you don't have to pay DeAndre Hopkins. You didn't have to pay him this year. He wasn't... He's not a player that's going to sit out. He's just not. I could see him maybe opting out because of this, but we didn't know about that when the offseason was happening. So I don't even see him opting out. Yeah, when did that trade even No, happen? I'm saying I could see like that as like a possibility yeah. of the COVID. I don't see that. But the, 
you didn't know about COVID when Bill O'Brien Bill O'Brien decided to make that trade. Like yeah. you can't make that trade, especially what a week later, Stefan Diggs gets traded for a first round pick. Oh shit! I forgot he got they got a first for him. Yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. You now about traded him, like you got a first round for. Let's say DeAndre's Stephon not Diggs the and... actual number one. He's top three hands down in the league right now. Yeah, and you couldn't get a first round pick for him. Yeah, the Giants got a first round, a third round, and then um, Kevin Zeitler for Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I mean, and that was a smart trade at this point. Yeah. Doing. I wouldn't even think he's top ten at the at the moment now. No, no, no. yeah, probably not. No. And then uh, he's not even number two. <laughs> okay, don't laugh at that. That was a shit joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, that was funny. That was funny. All and right. then um, Jags Titans. Like uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I, there's no way that this is a bottom feeder team in the Jags. No. I, I, I seriously, I'm not gonna say they're gonna get above six wins, but I think they're they're that upset team this year. Did Did you like uh, watch watch the game? Uh, like, yeah, some of it. What is going right for them? Vinci's um, balling out, honestly. It's Let's just here. I wanted to talk about it looks like one thing that's going to be really bad for them this year is they suck against the tight ends on uh, their defense. Like, their defense doesn't look bad, except they have this just – So there's, he, they're he, a safety away, basically. Yes. Okay. And for how much talent they've just shipped off, it's actually a surprise. Totally. Um, on offense, they really need a better offensive line. Like, uh, both of uh, Minshew's picks came from tipped uh, balls that were just the offensive line should be pushing those people back, especially when you have someone like Minshew's height because he is one of the shorter quarterbacks. He's a little guy. Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray, the offense is pushing them ahead on passes. They're making sure that, hey, he has a clean packet pocket that he could throw from, and Minshew is not getting that same push from his line. But he definitely looks like when the chips are on the table, he's going all in and he's going to give it his all every single time. Like, he looks like the real deal. Like, at this point, if he is not a Jag next year, some team is going to have a talent. If you look at their schedule, too, it's actually pretty pretty oh, manageable. They were, the, schedule. They were in last the, place last year. So they they the Packers the, and the, the Ravens, they actually have a pretty pretty easy schedule this year. I could definitely see them beating Houston at least once, and probably in the Tennessee rematch. Yeah, I think they, they could, beat Tennessee because yeah. that Damn. was. And if it wasn't for that's another coach that I feel like he has to go at the end of this year. Um, they lost by three points with ten seconds. Frable? No, 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 oh. no, no. Uh, Jacksonville. Doug is that Marone? Uh, Doug Marone. Yeah, yeah, Doug Marone. Um, with ten seconds left in the uh, before the halftime, uh, he decided to kick an onside kick which gave Tennessee infield goal position. <laughs> and they lost by three points. This is like something Aaron would do in Madden. <laughs> do, do what? <laughs> kick an onside kick every single time. Every damn, dude, what? every, every damn time. Every time. <laughs> every, no time. every time's at fine. All. Every time's onside fine. Kick, every time's fine if you have Greg Zerline or Young Hoku. Uh, it's 4th yeah. and 23. <laughs> I'll fucking run Zeke up the middle and get a first down every, every, time. every time. Not with Josh Lambeau. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, so they kicked that onside kick. Tennessee converts uh, a pass, out. timeout, kicks a kicks a field really? goal, and that's the difference in this game. Gano's been fine, by the way. He's been good. Sorry, who? He made fun of 
Graham Gano for some reason. Oh, I don't know okay. why. It wasn't warranted in any don't way. Don't you have to make it in field goal range to kick a field goal? <laughs> well, that's another issue. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, like, Jags, <laughs> I remember we talked about this. It was pretty much the consensus that Jags were the worst team. They will get the first uh, first overall pick. And now it looks like one of the New York teams. Yeah, it's going to be the Jets. I can't see the yeah. Jets not getting it. Like, I can see the Giants, based off that first week, even without Saquon, I feel like they can squeeze out a win or two. I don't see anything on the Jets' schedule. I just don't. Yeah. They look that bad. I'm uh, I'm low-key hyped for Thursday night, actually. Like, cool. I think it's going to be one of the funnest. What's Thursday night? Most fun. Miami, uh, oh. Jacksonville. Oh. Oh, yeah, man. I think it's going to be. I'm stoked about that. The, uh, Jacksonville, uh, hands Garner, down. Garner and uh, Fitzpatrick have been like uh oh yeah they've been, just, they've been like tweeting back and forth yeah being like beards better mustache is better, better yeah. kind of thing uh as a person with a mustache mustaches are definitely better yeah, beards are better but no, i, don't know I think Minshew takes that i don't know Minshew takes that i'm taking uh yeah i've been taking jacksonville for the mustache alone um did you have another game too no that was just it? So sorry. hey aaron what's going on dude what are you looking at are you reading cnn yeah i'm, I'm reading about some piece in the middle east stuff right now um no, that's never gonna happen no i'm not i have an article pulled up for <laughs> in the history of mankind has it never happened <laughs> so uh before before the show we were talking a little bit about the um about the face mask stuff with with people being fined and uh it's funny i'll bring that up because i i there's like three coaches in particular that got fined a hundred grand a piece uh one of which is uh pete carroll then vic fangio and then kyle shanahan and uh yeah, so that's three hundred grand, and there was also, I think, a cumulative within the league this week, like over a million dollars worth of fines, not just from coaches, but from um, training staff and other personnel that are on sidelines and that were supposed to be masked up. So, um, yeah, I, I just thought that was, I heard that I was like a million, a million dollars, um, million dollars for all nonprofit. Really, NFL is a nonprofit. I didn't know they were five hundred one c three. Oh yeah, yeah. church every Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So, so are you, are, are you, no you're, you're fucking with me, right? No, no they're, they're a non-profit. Yeah, they're a non-profit. Oh, well, it's still, a million dollars in fines, yeah. I thought that was interesting. But, um, okay, so my first game that I have, I'm not going to talk about Sorry, it. But, uh, real quick, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't all those fines go to, like, uh, Players Association, like, uh, pension, stuff like that? I don't know about those I fines. have no idea, man. I don't know if they announced it's it. About Normally, the stuff, a no fine idea. for, like... But player fines go to that, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Player fines go for that. Normally, coach fines, I believe, go to, like, charities. Mm. But... Oh, that's sweet. So they don't that. go to Roger Goodell? I mean, I don't know about the COVID fines, so... Um, yeah. Probably goes to, like... I would... I would venture to say probably goes to like COVID relief uh, probably Jerry Jones uh, Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft are, yeah. are just pocketing that hmm. cool yeah that's my <laughs> that's my bit for the whole day that was it the whole thing no yeah, that's oh, all okay, games. Yeah, 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 all right you had some games on here you had uh yeah so uh Tom Brady gets his first win with uh with the Bucks. they they pull out 31 uh, 17 I'm not gonna really talk about it but I thought, thought it's worth mentioning just for the sake of saying that you know I- Go, go, Tom. I did watch win. some highlights of that. Looks real crisp. Like, looks real nice. Real clean play. I mean, the throws were on the money. Everybody looks like they're on. Because I know you want to talk about it, even though you might not admit it. No, I, I think, I think like, I'll just like one, one, one thing is like I noticed that the first week when we, when we were watching it on Red Zone, um, you know, there's a lot of timing routes where you're throwing them to spots, you know, and those guys, the communication wasn't necessarily there. So I think this week they got a lot of that figured out after like a, a few more days of reps. So 
I thought that was kind of exciting to see, just you know them kind of tightening things up a little bit. But it's not as efficient as it should be, but it's it's getting there. What I was going to talk about was how you must be happy that Ronald Jones will probably not see that much playing time anymore. My boy Leonard Fournette, man. Yeah. He had a catch. Yeah. He had a touchdown, I think. Go Tigers, go. 40-something yard touchdown. Yeah, Yeah. dude, he he popped off. He looked real. Like, like, okay, he's back. As opposed to... I mean, he was real last season, too. Last season, I don't think he was that great. He eclipsed 1,000 yards last season. Yes, it was it was under four yards yeah. per carry. It was three point five, wasn't it? No, it was like they four point like eight towel, or something like that. Like blowing in the wind. Is no. that what it was? Three point five uh, or four point five? Bruce I thought it was three point five. No, 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 no. Bruce Arians could not be more coach speaky right now about his plans on uh, Fournette. He just continues to be like, yeah, he looked amazing. He looked, uh, he did everything we wanted him to do. He was explosive. But you know what? Ronald Jones is still. He's got to be. It's he, better than what Anthony Lynn's doing. Actually, he's, I have a point to, on that. It's not as be, bad as you uh, think it is. Like that, pretty much. So, moving on to the next game. Speaking of Anthony Lynn, um, I heard a lot on the radio today while I was driving about you know people just dirt bagging on Anthony Lynn for shitting on Herbert. Well, I got online and I um, on CBS and I pulled a quote. You know, they're pulling partial quotes on it. So Herbert did say that Tyrod Taylor is still our guy. That he's he's QB one. That he did make some comments. Said that you know there's there's room to improve. There's room to grow. But um, Lynn was Lynn was prompted a question like what happens if Herbert has a start and Lynn said he's like I'm perfectly content if Herbert is forced to start a second straight game while while Taylor recovers from chest pains I know we can win with with either quarterback so I, I don't think he's necessarily like, like shitting on him I think it's but more so like a context s- thing but he also he, said Tyrod's our go-to person though. well yeah he's maybe, gonna stick up for his QB1 regardless maybe what he's he doing knows. is he's like trying to get his opponents to think yeah. you know they have to watch film for Tyrod for prepare for Tyrod yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's all just I don't. I don't think he was shitting on on him the way that people the were perceiving it to be. On Herbert. Yeah. At a certain point, though, I feel like, especially if Herbert continues to look this way, mm-hmm. you have to commit. You have to. You. The fans he looked. He looked sharp, man. Yeah. Dude, he looked. He looked sharp. Offense. You take the Super Bowl champions different. to overtime, and like, yeah. I mean, their defense showed up first of all, but but kind of still. He, he scored seventeen points. Yeah. Like, kind of going off that Anthony Lynn talking and all that. That fourth and one in o- OT is another one of those. You're taking you're taking the ball out of the per- person that got you there. The Joe Burrow, the uh, Christian McCaffrey from last week. Justin Herbert got you there, and it's fourth and one. I think it was near the forty. You should probably go for that. Like, um, I know there's a thing called the surrender index, and it's one of the highest surrender index punts of all time, or at least the last few seasons. Which is basically saying, I'm I'm giving the ball to Patrick Mahomes, who's almost assuredly going to get into field goal range here. Like, that's not a smart move, I think, by a coach. Like, he's kind of, in my opinion, his commitment to um, Tyrod Taylor is a stop. Like he, Tyrod's a stopgap player, and Anthony Lynn seems to be a stopgap coach. Aaron speechless. I yeah. I mean, I you, you you seem like you're very firm in your belief, and I respect you for that. And yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I thought it was funny while I was watching the recap of the game, like the condensed version, a couple times. Like you have the generic, uh, like you know, like crowd noise going on and whatnot, and then out of the sudden, like all of a sudden, like like there's like five or six instances where whoever is like running that soundboard has like some like 
button for like a Karen button and it sounds like some like white woman at a t-ball game just screaming like absurdly loud <laughs> and it's like in those random spots dude, I'm hearing this I'm like what the fuck is going on dude we need to isolate that noise and we can play it on here like, dude it was you know, yeah, first it was yeah. golden it was <laughs> I just have to keep on rewinds like did that really happen hey before you move on to the next game just because you're on the Chiefs can you guys guess real quick who the top five uh, top five passing leaders are after week two, Dak Prescott, Drew Lock, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott. Someone say that. Patrick Mahomes I don't isn't have there. A guess. Aaron Rodgers. You're right. Patrick Mahomes is not there. None of oh, those Russell. Guys. Russell's okay. Russell Wilson. So oh. number one was 729. Josh Allen. Oh fuck. wow. Okay. 723. Ryan. 716. Prescott. Guess who the fourth is? Russell Minshew. No. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, huh. Yeah. I did say he attempted Russell a lot. Did okay. say he attempted a lot of long passes. I'm mm. surprised though. Yeah, I was too. He never really did that before. But I was surprised that Patrick wasn't on there, but I guess that last game was pretty flat offensively. I mean, it's hard to be up on a list like Aaron, that when you got did, Teddy Bridgewater. Aaron, what did he what was uh what was his line on that last game? So Mahomes went twenty seven for forty seven, three hundred and two yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and he got sacked once for thirteen yards. I well, do what did he throw for? Three oh two. Wow, still not bad. I do so know, I don't know we think three oh two for Patrick Mahomes is like, oh that's I not know. that great. <laughs> Yeah, so like I, I, so like one of my questions, my, one of my takeaways from this game is the, the Chiefs were held to nine points within the first three quarters. So was this like indicative of the offense being off sync, or was this a culmination of the Chargers' defense being that good with the Charger or with the with the Chiefs just kind of like being lackluster? I remember and dropping a shit ton. Of I think balls. it's the second, but I do remember a lot of drop balls by the. There was Chiefs. a lot of drop balls. Like yeah. I don't think this was all on Patrick. Uh, but they just have they have shitty weapons, dude. They they don't have anybody <laughs> that's good around Patrick Mahomes. They need to rebuild, man. I think they should just yeah. liquidate everything uh, and just it, trade away like like Hill for a third round draft pick and maybe some like, yeah. No, I think you can get. I think you can get a first the season ah, and it, get it, you're, Trevor Lawrence. I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying just trade him to Bill O'Brien. You could probably get like five first. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, just chop everything down except for Clyde Edwards-Solaire. That should be your team. Cool. Well, uh, my next game is uh, is going to be Pat Seahawks, but I'm going to mention the Bills-Dolphins score just for the hell of it because I was assigned it. 31-28 Bills. Um, yeah, Bills won. Cool. Closer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I think that was a little bit of that Fitz magic. Yeah. See, so you know, Must yeah, Bills defense better. doesn't look as good this year. I will say that. No, They've but taking a step back for sure. Also, still it's week two, week and two, aka yeah, know, second preseason week. They had a shut down corners, and they had a shut down defensive line uh, last the, year, and it has not shown at all in either of the few, yeah. these first two games. The Dolphins also had a key injury, which I'll get into later. So a familiar uh, face. Next game that we'll talk about for a second is uh, Pat Seahawks. Um, Seahawks take the dub, thirty-five thirty. Um, what was really cool is uh, Devin McCourty had a pick six, and then as he's running into the end zone, I see these uh, these celebration stands that are set up in the end zones at Seattle Stadium. It says, hey, it's time to celebrate, and they have a little camera, so they run up to it and like celebrate yeah. in front of the camera, and that's this little like, teleprompter here. thing on it, and I was just like, huh, haven't seen that before, but... I- it's weird, that they- it's weird that they're encouraging the, like, the opponent's players to do that at, you know... 
Seattle Stadium, but they did it. Um, one one other thing uh, was these blindside blocks. Uh, Ty Lockett got called for one too. Um, I know that we had one with C.D. Lamb in the Cowboys game, and we also saw one last night with uh, um, the Saints. That yeah. um, so Thanks I to Norris Jenkins. Yeah. So these these blindside blocks, like the, the refs are pretty oh, adamant no, about Manuel this. Sanders. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders. It's yeah. a new rewording. I remember them talking about that in the Cowboys game. So basically, if you are uh, perpendicular with the end zones. They will call you every single time. You can't block into your, in the direction of your own end zone. It's it's pretty stupid. So you you could run parallel and block them, and it's not an issue. But if you if you face your own end zone in any sort of way, it's automatically. But at the get same called. time, so like the one with Emmanuel Sanders last night, which I thought was bullshit, was in order for him to block, or in order for him to like block or tackle properly to where he's not targeting, where he's like moving his head to the, to the side pretty much and leading with more of his shoulder you pretty much have to face your own end zone at that point. It's not like he was running towards his end zone. He was running uh, perpendicular, and then just the way he had to turn to actual tackle, like it was a really shitty call. Well, I mean, if you think about it, your most players are running parallel, and then they have to go forward at a certain degree, a.k.a. perpendicular. Yeah. Like that CD block was him basically rubbing up against a parallel, but his – the front of his face was perpendicular. That's it. The top part of his body to avoid having that kind of bad head or anything like that was facing the end zone. And they're like, we're going to call that despite the lower part of his body. Being so most if, the, of the, if block. the person is running towards them to block them and they just happen to turn around like maybe a second before they're still going to call that. Yes. Yeah. What about these pick plays too? Like for even softer contact, you have receivers that come across set a pick and their bodies are parallel or perpendicular yeah. to them to the goal lines as well. And you know it's a it's a softer block, but it's still a pick, and they're not calling those. So like, why why is it? What what's the double standard here? Are you like, seriously asking me what the issue? is? I feel like they are? call it more in the open. No, field. I, I, it's a it's it's ironic. It, it's I'm just yeah. yeah I, I, I don't understand like why there's a lack. I don't of, like, think consistency there's any consistency that. in any of the major sports with refs. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, uh, I think I think some key plays here is that the, the Patriots had some pretty like uh, opportune moments Not to a major capitalize sport. on this. Very, it is a major sport. <laughs> it's a major just because they have majors does not My, make it a major, no, sport. a major sport. My argument is that golf is a game, not a sport. Uh, sports are are it's a team. The greatest game ever played. Sports team. are not a team. Yeah, they're teams. They're not teams. <laughs> any game or any sport that you can get drunk on and still perform at a high level. So is tennis uh, a sport? You have no. doubles in tennis. <laughs> I was. Tennis I knew sport. you were going to ask. You that. have singles. You in have doubles too. exactly. So are you I saying? You're ask are you saying because it's only a sport when they have doubles? I would actually argue that tennis is also a game. Okay. Well, your argument would be wrong, and you're stupid for having it. So, <laughs> wow. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, so I have I'll two key KMS. players in this Thank game. Uh, one's Jamal Adams. He uh, he chased down Cam Newton on a, a third and goal that could have been a touchdown. Second uh, second key player was uh, Nick Folk for missing a field goal uh, for the Pats. So if Nick Folk would have made that field goal and, and uh, Cam Newton would have uh, evaded Jamal the, the clasps of Jamal Adams, uh, they would have been up, I believe, by like uh, is it, I think the differential would be like four points and. Uh, the Pats would have won that game. So wait, wait, when did the Jamal Adams play happen? It, That's not the last play, right? It was the third quarter, third and goal. Jamal Adams chases down Cam Newton, and he stopped him from behind. Um, Cam Newton like likely would have scored on that on that bootleg run up the right. Hmm. Okay. And then at the end of the game, uh, the Pats are able to drive the ball to the Seahawks like two or three yard line, and I, I, I it's it's weird because they 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 
obviously ran a design QB run. They had everybody on the line, a couple tight ends, and they had a wing back out on the left. And it's it's a design run to the left with Cam Newton. He doesn't even make it to the like the line of scrimmage. Tries to hurdle people, and like after the hurdle, like still falls short of the line being stopped. So it looked. Really I don't understand well, why yeah. they would do like an RPO or yeah. some sort of like. I remember play, watching the play, play and being like, "That was just terrible design or execution or something." Yeah, and, and also you saw the whole defensive line like they knew where which they stacked they were that going. left side. I was like, "Just fake to the left and go to the right, go to the or, right, or whatever you need to do." Cam should Cam should I don't know if they had any timeouts. Like I can't remember, but if I'm they Cam, didn't. it was it was they got down. Uh, they spiked it. I think uh, at that's right after four the, seconds left. That's right at like the one or two yard line. Well, still, Cam. I think Cam at this stage in his career should have seen that and been able to call some sort of audible because that that just that whole schematically didn't look very solid to me. It, not even his like, the, and I know it was probably he realized they weren't going to get in, but his effort getting in, trying to get in, like he almost looked like he got dropped for a loss. Yeah, and then he tried to hurdle somebody, falling short of anywhere close to the goal line. Uh, it's just dumbfounded to me. But you know, I'm not really a Pats fan, so it is what I it mean, is. I mean, he's still learning a new. I mean, probably not learning at this point, but he's still new to this system. So I'm not going to give him too much about not. Auto he looked a lot out. better this game. I know. Than I he mean, did last. I was game. about like, to actually transition to that, like, especially how much he was uh, um, connecting with Edelman. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to fault him for not no, audibling off. Stop shooting on Cam. I'm literally about to go to how... Hey, Brian, stop shitting on So, Cam. anyways, I'm going to go on to hey, how Brian, every GM <laughs> who has an average to below average quarterback really should be, like, looking in the mirror right now and asking, why did we not pick up Cam yeah, in the offseason? For sure. Especially I say Cam for that minimum. Yep. Yeah, the, I the think he has a chip on his shoulder, and I, I think he's going to play like that as the season evolves. Go, goes, I mean, go, he recently through. quoted or was recently asked, and he said, "This isn't about the money for him. He doesn't even care about an extension. This is about respect at this hmm. point, and he's playing that way. He's playing with some conviction, man. He apparently yeah. has some incentive uh, built into his contract where if he meets like certain a certain uh, like milestones, he can dress Belichick and the rest of the coaches up however he wants. Like he wrote that. Did you just make that up? Or you no, no, no. Serious? I read it today on our NFL. He, <laughs> I he hope built, he hits he that. He built just it into the contract. So if he hits certain, he didn't say what milestones they are, but he he gets a uh, he gets to dress up Belichick and all the other coaches however he wants. I could totally see B- Bill Belichick knowing that contract and sitting him just to make sure he doesn't <laughs> yeah. hit that milestone. Before I uh, turn it over to Thomas for for his bit, I just wanted to give praise to my boy uh, Harry, wide receiver for uh, the Patriots. We talked about him last week a little bit, and I I felt like he was gonna have to step up, and he, he did. He up. had eight he had eight receptions for seventy two yards, so uh, good for him. Uh, I was looking at him last week, and I I was I'm glad to see him produce this this week. So bless up, King. Yeah, man, praise <laughs> is up, bless is up. Before we go away from this game, did y'all happen to see that Bill Belichick said about Russell Wilson? few days ago where he was saying that Russell Wilson is the most underrated player in the league and as we sit here I talk about I know y'all I'm sure y'all like Russell Wilson but we're talking about Cam dude Russell's Russell's numbers were really good yesterday no yeah for sure I actually mean, he's, after he's, the game uh, Bill Belichick was praising he was like hey there's nothing our defense could do I think on three yeah. of the touchdown passes that Russell had he was yeah. just like yeah they played do good anything. defense I mean New England's got a great defense and they they just couldn't stop him yeah, yeah. He's, can't he's wait to see man. the Cowboys get shredded next week. That'll be fun. I think it'll be closer than you it'll think. be. It'll be competitive, but it will be competitive. But is I it here? Do, or is it in Seattle? Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, not now. Well, flying with, planes. With, you know, uh, with no crowds. Fatiguing, right? I don't know. Um, Thomas, what's your hot cakes with the hot takes? I, uh, I have <laughs> I, uh, Saints at Raiders. So uh, 24-34 Las Vegas. More like Saints at Gators. <laughs> Got them. You mean, no, this was not Florida. Oh, it was okay. Las yeah, Vegas. That's true. Um, okay, so I guess the Raiders are good now. Are we yeah. ready to say that? I was saying or are the Saints more middling than we thought? No. I told Aaron last night I, I expected so. the Raiders to win that game. Did you really? Yeah, I yeah, he did. I thought he was full of shit, but they pulled yeah, out. I, I think they're going to be really good thing. this year. Okay. Should I put $1,000 down on them like I did to Phil Mickelson? Absolutely. Mm. I will say, though, <laughs> well, you, I'll let you get into it, and then I'll okay. say my piece. So I, and they, they had, uh, to go back to the Raiders, they, they had some luck happen with uh, Locke going down whether you know i don't know how much blake bortles is going to do for the the broncos sutton to carry them to the AFC championship why are we bringing up portals because in the same division oh he's he's saying that the raiders will have a chance at getting a wild card it's a tough tough division i mean no it is for sure and the chargers don't look like super easily beatable either anyway um unless tyrod starts the saints looked pretty great for the first quarter uh they scored an early 10 points uh, and then the teams trade a couple of touchdowns the first half, and then Nicholas Morrow picks off Drew Brees with like a minute left in the half, and Carr takes him down to tie it up with uh, Daniel Carlson field goal. And uh, Raiders get the ball back at the start of the second half, and they just go on a fucking roll. Um, you know, they just they just played really fucking well. Saints went up 10-0, right? Yeah. So 34-14 to end it. Uh, 24-34. No, I'm saying 34-14. 17-17 at the half. He was saying on Raiders score 34 yeah. points after going going down 0-10 while Saints only score 14. They scored 24. Yeah, but he's saying they he's it was saying 34 initial 14 10. run basically. Oh, yeah. yes. It was a very confusing way of phrasing it uh, Brian, yes. but yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm 34-14 after the 0-10. Yeah. I'm not yes. buying into the Raiders just yet. I want to see what they do against New England on So, Sunday. here was my here was my big thing on them. I think their defense looks really good and their offense is starting to click, but uh, so last night, uh, Darren Waller, who's clearly like their their yeah. top receiver, but he's off forty six percent of targets, and I don't think that's sustainable at all. Especially like every defense is going to at some point start double teaming him from, as a tight end. Like he's like their Kittle. He's their who's Kelsey. the kid from Clemson? Uh, the white guy, Brian Edward. Oh, Hunter no, Renfro. Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Yeah, Hunter. Yeah, man. Maybe no, he's he also yeah. Up. And uh, <laughs> what's the the rookie? Um, well, there's Rugs and there's Rugs. Is, yeah. I thought Rugs was uh, injured. injured. He is, but yeah. Yeah. I was actually when he comes a, back. I was well. I was gonna say Brian Edwards looked like a really good physical receiver. Yeah. Last night, like he he's not getting the targets yet, but I think that's gonna come with time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean Josh Jacobs is obviously a powerhouse, and I I could honestly see him getting the rushing title this year. Um, but yeah, I just. I don't think what happened last night can happen and them like just use Waller to that degree. Like I he's gonna have to spread the ball around a lot more. Yeah, I, I, I you know, Derek to compare him to Aaron Rodgers in one way and one way only, I think that Derek Carr is pissed off as well that they uh Oh signed, yeah, for sure. Um Mariota. Yeah. Uh I'd be pissed too. I mean Mariota's getting more than Cam Newton this year. I know, isn't that a joke? <laughs> By tenfold, because he's eight million, I believe. Eight million is yeah, it's eight million. I I remember hearing that and being like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, uh, 
And you don't pay him that if you don't have the idea in your head as Gruden that you would start him in at least a couple of games. And I don't know how you do it now. Derek Carr is playing really well. I think that was 100%. I am not bought into the Derek Carr. And yeah, absolutely. The only reason why you do that. Yeah. Um, I had some other games. I'm going to breeze through them. Uh, they're all kind of trash. Rams crushed the Eagles. Uh, Jared Goff threw for three touchdowns, and Carson Wentz threw two interceptions. Speaking of Yay. the soundboards and all that, the Eagles, uh, they, they booed Carson <laughs> yeah. Wentz. they did. Well, they they yeah. booed they Carson Wentz. They got it. It's Philadelphia. Absolutely. They would boo it. They would boo everything. Yeah, they do it. Sixers games. <laughs> I don't know. What's the Flyers situation? They boo at those games, too? Yeah. And yeah. also, they're like the worst team with, shoot it, shoot it, shoot the puck, shoot it. Oh, I hate those fans. Shoot it and then go to Wawa and get a hoogie. Was that your Philadelphia? That's not Philly. Philly. That was my Philly. Philly. Yeah, that was pretty funny. good. That no, was pretty good. good. Yeah, I, I need, a, I need a soundboard so y'all can just put crickets. <laughs> <laughs> we, talked, we talked about that last week. <laughs> I did the same thing and everybody's like, got crickets. <laughs> we should get crickets. How do you do that? Can we do that? Like the drops Let and stuff? Let me figure it out. Okay, yeah. don't yell at me. It's just Control C. That's the. That's, We're that's only going to play it when Thomas says stuff, though. <laughs> what does Control P do? Thomas is, there's four teams this year going one What's and the fifteen. Michael Scott <laughs> with the Control P, or no, just say it to Nathaniel. He knows so everything. Wild, wild, accus- uh, wild assumption. Not that the printer is not connected. <laughs> wild assumption there, Oscar. Um, Cardinals crushed the professional Washington football players. Um, despite McLaren going for 125 yards and a touchdown, that dude is so fucking good. Holy shit. I feel like Haskins was a blip. Uh, I don't think he, he looked that good. Well, I mean, he's young. He's only, I mean, dude, he's only played. Okay, uh, agreed. This is like the seventh game he started, I think. Like, he didn't play that much last year. He, also, I think Kyler's going to have the season that Lamar had last season. I think Kyler's yeah, going to be running for MVP this year. Yeah. Yep. If Russell Wilson doesn't beat him to it. Yeah. Um, basically, Arizona just ran all over them uh, between Kenyon Drake and Kyler Murray, and they were able to cash in with field goals. That was like three field goals. One of these uh, people with laptops, can you look up when uh, the Cardinals play the Seahawks? I'm curious when the first meeting is. They play twice. Well, yes, we because they're in the twice. same division. I think it's week four. Uh, I'm aware, Brian. Thank you. So rude. Yeah, sorry. The anyway, play the Pirates, <laughs> they play the Seahawks uh, uh, week seven, Sunday, October twenty fifth, uh, at Seattle, three oh five. It's a baseball joke. I like that one. You gotta come to Dallas. My birthday weekend. No, uh, sorry, I apologize. Uh, they're at home. Seattle will be visiting. Arizona. You're forgiven. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Um, the last one uh, that I had was an abysmal showing by the New York uh, football giants. Oh, can we talk about that in depth? Going up against the Chicago Bears, which I would very much not like to talk about. I would like to make mention of the fact that I did say Mitch Trubisky would go 2-0 and last week. Did you really? Yeah. He did. I remember. <sighs> I think we all bought it, too. Except for one person. We all... Who yeah. who's the one person that didn't buy that? The optimistic Giants uh, fan. I don't know the guy that's wearing like. Kind Are of you a still optimistic? Pretty close s- to blue shirt. I'm wearing right a now. Star Wars shirt. I know it's still blue though. All right. Anyway. Um, well, I mean, Star Wars is kind of make believe, and then the Giants actually <laughs> winning more than one game is make believe as well. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> Slash the chances of them the listeners can see it. I am shooting a death stare. <laughs> Luke Skywalker did get his hand cut off, and Saquon 
Destiny. Bruce okay, all right, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> You're getting ahead of it. You're getting ahead of things real quick. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to make a Daniel Jones fumbling joke. The only significant piece of news from that game is the that only? the New York Giants arguably best player, Saquon Barkley, tore his ACL. An MRI would later confirm that happened yesterday, I think. Um, and will be out for the remainder of the season. Which brings up my next talking point. Week two injuries, as there were numerous. I just want to say, as an outsider, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. You have a good replacement coming in who should do everything that Saquon's doing. Including who? blocking or pass you block. Devontae uh, Freeman? Devontae Freeman. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's basically Saquon. And he can pass block. Yeah, he's Saquon yeah, exactly. Barkley. I'm like, I'm like Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Hey, out of curiosity, uh, how many fumbles? Can we just move on how, how many, from the fucking Giants? How okay, many, how many I'm f- done talking about how it. How many fumbles did Jones have? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Leave me alone, all right? Ganking up on me too much. Okay. Uh, so I have a list of all the injuries. You guys more 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 injuries than fumbles like a dozen. Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally gonna kill myself when I get home. Um, so Saquon Barkley Giants ACL season ending. Sterling Shepard Giants broken toe. Christian McCaffrey Panthers ankle out four to six weeks. Paris Campbell Colts MCL low chance he returns this season. Malik Hooker Colts ACL out for the year. Devontae Adams Packers. Um, Hamstring probably week to week. That one isn't like he's supposed to play this next. They said it was precautionary. He's supposed to play this next week. Okay, that's good. Cam Akers, Rams, ribs still not reported on his status. Uh, day to day, day to day. Drew Locke, Broncos shoulder sprained AC joint and throwing shoulder four to six weeks. Just why they had to sign Blake Bortles. The boat, the ripping sigs, and doing construction man. Um, and Bud Light, don't forget that. Hell yeah, Bortles of all Bud time. Blake, Blake of the break. year, baby. Cortland Sutton, Broncos torn knee is what I found the quote is saying. Torn knee um, after the season. Uh, Byron Jones, Dolphins groin. No timetable, but doubtful for week three. Uh, Bruce Irvin, Seahawks, ACL out for the season. Brandon Scherf, Washington Professional Football Organization. Uh, MCL sprain out three to five weeks. I mean, this is a long. I have like four others. Yeah, I know. Isaac Simola, left guard for the Eagles knee. Timetable unknown. Tyrod Taylor, Chargers, chest pains, although not to be in an in-game situation. Um, and though not related to the injury, I doubt that he plays again. I don't know. But anyway, the interesting ones, um, other than McCaffrey and um, uh, Barkley, uh, Burchard Perryman of the New York Jets, ankle week to week. Nick Bosa, uh, star defensive end for San Francisco, torn ACL out for the season, as well as Solomon Thomas uh, for the San Francisco 49ers torn ACL out for the season and lastly Jimmy Garoppolo again San Francisco 49ers high ankle sprain no timetable as of today and, and Raheem, did you just Raheem say Mostert too and yeah. MCL oh yeah and Mostert did you just say and that Kevin Coleman <laughs> and the Jets and San Francisco injuries are correlated because they played each other yeah. yeah and the Niners and I've never seen this I've been a Giants fan I'm 28 so I think it was 2000 when I first became a Giants fan never seen this before but they just played uh, the Jets in MetLife Sunday, and they have to go and do that again and play the Giants in MetLife this coming Sunday. And they all, you know, were like, it's MetLife. It's cursed. That turf is is the reason for all these injuries. Zero percent chance they don't play, especially oh, yeah, considering. No. But so what I was about to say is, did you seriously not consider Bruce Irvin a notable injury? Not to the story I was trying to tell. Oh. Yeah. Um I'm more surprised you left two off there. But 
the two major ones. Who were the two other major ones? Oh, I was saying Mostert and Tevin Coleman both. Yeah. Like. Uh, did you say McCaffrey? I didn't hear you. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You say McCaffrey. I it was. I think it was covering the Jets, uh, 49ers. Um, so out of those, which do you think is the most significant? Garoppolo probably. For, for what? Bosa. For the for the. I guess f- Bosa, not necessarily yeah. the person, but how it affects the team from Bosa. where where that Bosa. team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like one of the best defensive players in the league. I mean, I it's would a huge say, loss. I would say they have enough. Well, I don't know. I yeah, don't they, think so. Didn't they already. I would say they. I don't. I, I like their. I mean, their offense is awful now. Their defense is awful now. Like still playing I mean, the Giants. Their offense wasn't great before. <laughs> they got to play. Um, I mean, they their strength was their running game, and they lost their two. Correct. Their two leading backs. And now they're going with McKinnon, who yeah just has a history can't. of ACL and MCL yeah. issues. I don't think Let, that's a problem at MetLife. I mean, it doesn't seem like ACLs yeah, are getting torn I don't there. Think so either. So that was brought up by the 49ers staff. I wonder if they'll fly back. For a week, or just stay there for the I week. I know. They sh- I tried to look that's into a long, that. Better that's for a them long to stay there. Yeah. yeah, I think they just stay there. Three I've hours never seen fly that. across the country. Yeah, you play the Jets and the Giants back to back weeks. I've never seen that. And you do both of which um, on the road. I've never seen that. It's really odd. But um, yeah, so they, you know, were up in arms and they had to play at MetLife again after sustaining, you know, four massive injuries, five massive injuries to their to their uh, team, and to the point where Joe Judge, the coach of the Giants, defends the turf, you know, saying that, you know, they've had camp and scrimmages in the stadium in August and September and says it's fine. And then an independent analyst with the NFL actually went out to this happened in the last twenty four hours, went out to the um to the field, examined it and said, Yeah, no, it meets all the NFL's expectations for I mean for turf. Heinz not- Field and uh FedEx Field both meet the standards and both of those have been FedEx fill of shit. Exactly. Both of those have been like just everybody raves on how horrible it and is. And to their credit, like it's not like the Giants or Jets have ever had any issues with like their running backs getting injured on that field. As a Giants fan, they do you in think Chicago, it's Nathaniel Thomas? Very Sorry, rude. I, know. I was just making a joke about Le- Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell and <laughs> Le'Veon Bell and Saquon both previously get a good injured in that life, but <laughs> when did Saquon Last year, I don't. I don't remember that to be honest with you, and I don't remember if it was in MetLife. As a Giants fan, do you think it's it's that bad? Yes, it always happens. Okay, we get injured in MetLife all the time. Inexcus- but we just got new. That is the other deal. Is we just got a new turf in May. It is inexcusable for any field that's within twenty years of being built to have a bad turf, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. It makes zero sense. Yeah, especially one where it's like a a a two-team field where it, it's constantly like, being run over not yeah. yeah not even that but like you have honestly you have twice the amount of money you could be sticking into it like yeah yeah so i don't know that was an interesting it's also interesting that the 49ers are complaining about it when the new levi field and all that is considered a bad turf as well is it really yes what are bad turfs i I've never. I knew. Is FedEx. that real that's grass or is one. that artificial? I think that's real. It's just they have really poor. Which drainage. one were you saying is art? Is is real grass? Were they? Uh, is the new one? Raiders new stadium. Oakland or yeah. Las Vegas. Allegiant. Is it are, the same they, deal as Arizona's? Yeah. Where they, like, they have the. It slides out. Slides out. Yeah, that's slides so out. fucking cool. Yeah. You can't do that in New Jersey, but I mean, it's built on a swamp. What's yeah, stupid to me is Thanks, and I don't Brian. like Jerry World does that too. Like they've always had it where it does that, but it's like. It turf. slides out. Yeah, it slides out. So they like they designed it like that so they could practice out in open air. This is before Frisco, 
And so they wanted it to be able to like either them host parties out there or it slide out and they could do practices. But like I was like at at that point, why wouldn't you just do grass if you have that capability? But I, yeah. yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Any other plagued fields? I I just knew of FedEx, honestly. I mean, in MetLife. Old soldier field. Huh. Heinz has been... Yeah, yeah, Heinz yeah, is Heinz horrible. Is, I always remember as a kid, just like, especially like closer to like playoff time, like that field just was completely shot and they had the patchwork everywhere and people I were always don't... just bringing up like like people slipping and turning ankles and I don't know if that's still the case now, but I just remember that. It just oh, it still like, is. It's still yeah. a problem, especially when it's rain season. But um, That field in Mexico City where they play the... Well, I was going to say, I don't know Raiders, about hard uh, rock game. for the Miami Dolphins, but their old field was not great. Las Vegas Raiders, their old stadium, that oh, Oakland A's God. shit. Oh, the I really want to. I always like seeing that. Field. <laughs> it's fun to see, but it's yeah. apparently horrible to play yeah. on. They were they were yeah. the cool. Oakland was the last the last team that had the transitional after uh, after Candlestick. They were the last ones to have the the multifaceted stadium going from baseball to oh yeah football. I'm I'm still a little hopeful that Las Vegas gets a baseball team and they force it into the stadium. <laughs> it won't happen, but oh, also from the the Vegas game. When you're watching the game, it looks just like the Death Star. It looks just like it to me. Not on the outside, but from the inside, I'm like, are they playing in Dallas? It's because there was no fans. <laughs> it's all black <laughs> seats. I just felt kind of bad for them because after like the unveiling of the – like I wish the Raiders would have played at home first. Because after the unveiling of the Ram Stadium, I was like, this is so underwhelming. <laughs> like The Raiders just got this huge fucking $12 billion. Like, yeah, $5 billion, But yeah, theirs is – Five times the cost of I, I think it was any like, it was more than five billion. I thought it was like twelve. I think billion. it's five billion. I think oh, really? it's twelve billion. I thought, I think I thought it's the Rams yeah, like Chargers was the it most was like, expensive. That's pretty expensive because all the other ones are one, one billion. Money. It was like all private money. Well, either way, the the yeah, you can't compare when you spend that much on yeah, it. Yeah, it was five to six billion dollars. Okay. Wow. God, the Raiders Stadium looks that's so still sick. a shit ton of fuck you money though yeah. to like, go into a stadium. So I pulled up an article. It says that. Artificial grass costs five to twenty dollars per square foot, whereas sod costs forty cents, fourteen to sixty cents per square foot. So it's just way more expensive for artificial turf. Why yeah. don't some of these guys just hire the groundskeepers? At these like are but it, it's probably billion dollar teams. <laughs> so is that is that for the initial cost or is that the that's continued? the initial cost? Yeah, but so then the, after the 20, maintenance, 15, yeah, after 15, 25 years, yeah. it pays off. So I don't know why you wouldn't just go. I, from what I've heard, from no, no, no. So I was saying, like, I'm sure the upkeep of of actual grass is gonna like the continual cost of that is uh, yeah I would gonna think. be more over time. But I, I most do players think though don't they prefer they artificial prefer, turf? No, they, they prefer, prefer grass. real grass. Yeah. The like more and more baseball stadiums are moving to artificial turf, and all the players like they don't it. like it. No, it, I mean that's you don't typically get turf toe on grass. Yeah, like it's huh. It's uh, like much more of an artificial turf injury. I googled. Not to mention, you can't get your. So that's what actually Nick Bosa was saying after uh, his injury. Somebody I read some, you know, beat reporter was talking about it or whatever, and he was like pretty much like in so many words like "fuck MetLife," like I hate turf. I wonder if you it's can't a... you can't di- like they can't dig their feet in like they can on grass. I wonder if it has to do with indoor and outdoor stadiums. If, like what the difference would be from an outdoor stadium having artificial turf or real grass? No, it does because you have to have sunlight to grow grass. Yeah. So that's like like Allegiant. Like obviously they have the benefit of being able, but even like a, a lot of them have retractable now though. Yeah, but 
but like some it's got to be somewhere like the retractable ones like even like jerry world you couldn't go grass there because it gets a minimal amount of sunlight directly onto the field each day and probably not evenly uh to where you yeah. yeah especially throughout the year so somewhere like lambo yeah you can obviously grow grass there because it's uncovered the entire time and like the grass dies with the snow and comes to life in the spring and all that shit but that was like, beautiful Nathaniel. i know what did you oh, google man. circle of what life did you find Oh, I did Google, what turf do players prefer? That's literally what I put in. And studies have shown most athletes prefer playing on quality natural grass fields. The most notable and public disdain for artificial turf comes from the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. And there's a whole article. I'm just not going to read it. But, yeah. And I kind of... That was the best horse they could find? I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> best soccer hey, team that in the world. national <laughs> that, that lost to, uh... That lost yeah, to yeah. 14-year-old boys. <laughs> Wait, that really happened. That's what I said. Yes. That's women's sexist soccer team of the world. They lost like to like a Dallas. Uh, they lost sexism. like FC Dallas. They, they played like 14. They lost their juniors? Yeah. <laughs> the the women's Canadian team, uh, hockey team, They whenever they play high school boys and all that, they can the boys cannot hit because they will win if they allow the boys to hit. Is that even hockey then? Huh. Brian was shaking so, his head no and laughing so hysterically. The, Yes, you can Away hear me from laughing. Away the, the microphone. Aaron, the FC, FC Dallas under-15 boys squad beat the U.S. women's national team in a scrimmage in the two, 2017. Let's move on. That's very this. recent. Okay, let's not yeah. get canceled. Cringe. All right. Oh, we're not. It's, just, it's not. It's not. I'm just, it's just World Cup. Interesting. Okay, that was it for, for me, uh, unless somebody has some other notable notes. Otherwise, we can uh, no, notable notables. move on to Brian Owen and his stick game that he likes. <laughs> Ball and stick, just like golf. Hurling? Hurling? Are we talking about hurling? About curling, not croquet. hurling. Hurling's a sport. What the fuck is hurling? It's a Irish sport. Throwing up in a trash look it can? Up. That's very Irish. No, it's actually. an individual thing. I can say that because no, I'm not. Irish. It's a team okay. sport. Uh, whatever. But you, look it I up, Mister Irish. Hurling. Oh yeah, But anyways, I was just gonna give an update on Stanley Cup. We're currently tied one-one. Um, Tampa Bay came out and did exactly what they needed. I think both fans of uh, the respective franchises can agree that the refs were horrible in this game. We had thirteen penalties called in the first two periods, and then zero in the third. Um, so I I googled Hurley. This is amazing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> golf meets lacrosse. Yeah, yeah. Ancient, thought I was joking. Ancient Gaelic Irish origin. Fuck yeah, it's my new favorite sport. It also is Fuck very football. brutal. Fuck yeah. Uh, but back to the Stanley Cup. All right. Uh, tied like, one had one. me at Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> tied one one. Uh, Tampa Bay looked like they came out of the gate really well in the first period. We gave up some penalties. They scored on two of their power plays. But I really think Dallas regained that momentum, and we'll find out tomorrow if that momentum carries over and the Stars can go on to win their first Stanley Cup in 20 years, hopefully. We're all rooting for you, pal. Yeah, I know. How, how's so, those games been so coming that you said you're going to watch? Last night, well, we turned it on for a little bit last night, and then Casey put it on his phone. Wait, 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 wait. And then, what was the score at that point? We I said know. we wouldn't bring this up. So no, we, no, we actually, no, 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 no. We were actually watching it when it was 3-2. You then, guys. I know. No, but then Tampa Bay scored, and we didn't realize it was offside. As soon as they scored, we were like, all right, change the channel. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> don't tell Brian I, about this. And then I changed this. it back. I was like, why does it say 3-2? I thought it was 4-2. And then we realized. You guys cost the momentum. No, no. If anything, we... <laughs> 
like we brought it into existence that it was offside. No shit. It was spoke into <laughs> the vector. I mean, that's that's why it was called offside. Yeah. Like we immediately if we hadn't turned it, turned it on, it would have been 4-2 at that yeah. point. Seriously, dude, not even like three minutes. <laughs> For our listeners at home, I am extremely superstitious when it comes to sports. Not superstitious over anything else. I'll, I'll go break a mirror. I'll walk under a ladder. Black cats don't bother me. But Ugh. for some reason, sports is a very what superstitious. What if a black cat runs sports. on the ice rink? I would like to see a cat or running a on ice. football field. Do you remember that from last <laughs> yeah, year? Oh, my Giants God. Was, what if you prematurely take off your favorite running back's jersey? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I am done with this. Wait, wait, wait. You did say you were going to talk about the jersey. Maybe the black cat reappeared. When did I MetLife? say I was going to talk about anything? Earlier. 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 Yeah. No. He, he took off his Saquon jersey like uh, 15 minutes before he tore his ACL. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thomas. Can we move on? All right. <laughs> As a as a Cowboys fan, I dealt with a lot of Tony Romo, so I feel your pain. Oh, yeah. no, hey. Can we move on? Like I'm R- still dealing R- with Giants Sean Lee. Do, I'm sorry, he's still alive. Jones. My bad. I shouldn't say R.I.P. Okay, are you done with your hockey shit? Yeah, it's just wow, great. Sorry, I'm watching. We're hear from I'm watching hurling highlights and figuring out all the rules. <laughs> it's my new favorite sport. Sounds like Thank some you, Brian, uh, off podcast research you should be doing. You hold the ball in your hand and then you throw it and you you hit it with like a yeah. with this. Weird stick thing. It's fucking cool. Anyway, um, unless anybody has anything else, I think uh, we can wrap it up. You can also check out Gaelic football. Gaelic football? Is it like soccer? No. Oh, it's like boxing meets rugby. Mix what? Meets God, the Irish are so cool. I think this is a Scottish sport the originally. They potatoes. <laughs> they do. And whiskey. Do you, did you ever see the thing about when they invented whiskey? And then they didn't do anything else for like another 500 years. Like they didn't, you've never seen that meme before? It's what caused the it's potato famine. Pretty funny. Uh, like, wasn't we there forgot a, how to grow potatoes. Invented whiskey and then nothing for forever. For like 500 years. Anyway, uh, hey Casey, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. We always love it when you come. Yeah. Oh I hope God. we hope you come more often. Jesus Christ. I'm glad you didn't talk about Are you going to help him come more often? I would have. I would have had nothing to say. Oh. You basically <laughs> no, have nothing yeah. to say most of the time. <laughs> um, as always, we love but you. But that's honestly how I feel every time he brings up hockey. So, I'm yeah, like, we're I'm like just... shake my head. I'm like, yeah, mm, yes, bro. Try... Mm. What does that mean? Wait, so y'all Buck. say it's true crime as well? What do you talk about? True we'll do that on Friday. So we'll do that on Friday, Fridays. I'm going to be doing a thing on uh, the time the Packers drafted a serial killer. Yes, Wait, listeners. Wait, so it's true crime tied Look forward to this. Sports? Yeah, sports true crime. Oh, so like Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But there's a lot of stories that people really don't know about because, I mean, that stuff gets buried or it's just not as interesting as what's actually happening on the field of sports. We do the we do the stories that ESPN is too pussy to do on 30 for 30. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. First, folks. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, listeners... Uh, Listener. So, so Casey, <laughs> yeah, we, we appreciate yeah, you being here. Uh, Thanks, Bernie. We appreciate your support. <laughs> Casey, when you listen back to this later as our only listener, uh, we appreciate your uh, contribution. Love you. Mean it. Good night. Bye. <laughs>